Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face And still another hundred miles to my next resting place Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Shama Mama, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey, I'm still getting used to that Shama Mama I thing. know, it's it's there though. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Now we're locked. It's not. My <laughs> students won't let it. It's no. hysterical. <laughs> nope, it's there. I get I get text messages or and 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 emails going, "Hey, Shama Mama, blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> All right, Kelly. Before we start anything, I have to ask the question that everybody's wondering: How's the tree? It's still there. It's still, <laughs> still hanging in. Still hanging in. The fence did is I, still there. Did I tell you that that I had a a friend over and, and for a fire the other day, and he offered to take it down for me? Oh, no, that's great. Oh, yeah, I'm manifesting. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, so it turns out that this friend that I have who is, like, in something, yeah, he's a professional. He he owns a business and whatnot. He, uh, it turns out he used to be a lumberjack. Okay. I had no idea. <laughs> and he owns 16-foot scaffolding. I had no idea. And he came over for the fire and I pointed to the tree and said, well, you know, if that starts falling, you better run. (laughs) And we've got the water over here. And he's like, okay. And he said, you know, I can take that down for you. I was like, really? (laughs) He said, yeah. So he's supposed to come over uh, sometime this week and take a look at it for me. Well, you know, if the tree does come down, you need to video it and you need to share it with Spirit Trip uh, by Kelly Sparta facebook group because i'm sure everybody in there is going to be very interested for the removal of the tree it's all about the tree man it really is the tree i talked to the tree this morning actually because it was still hanging out and we've had a lot of rain and we've had some winds and and uh you know when hurricane i think it was sally came through recently which was you know by the time it got to us just a freak ton of water um you know i was talking to it and it's like i'm good here for the moment I'm like, okay, moment. you know, so well, it's like, eh, it, it'll be what it'll be. It'll either land on our fence or it won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hopefully you've got a couple days because it's going to get taken care of this week. I don't know what we're going to talk about in future episodes of Spirit Chirper <laughs> once that tree is gone, though. <laughs> I know. We'll have to find something interesting to talk we, about. We really will. <laughs> we really will. Speaking of things yeah. we're talking about, what is it that we're talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about snake medicine. I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to say that again one more time. Today, we're going to talk about snake medicine. Like medicine with snakes or using snakes? How does how does this work? <laughs> Why does no. it always have to be snakes, Kelly? <laughs> I, because snakes my totem, baby. That, oh, I can't help you. <laughs> That's okay. like snake claimed me when I was very young. I have nothing to do with it. Oh, my goodness. All right. So let's let's get started, I guess, if we're going to have to talk about snakes. At least it's not spiders. I know that that's also something that has claimed you, but they freak me the heck out. I don't like spiders and snakes, and that ain't what it takes to love me. (laughs) And here we are, talking about spiders and snakes. (laughs) Kelly, what is snake medicine? What is it? 
<laughs> so snake medicine. So when we speak of medicine in um, a native culture context, and, and I want to be really clear that this is a, a native American sort of languaging that I'm okay. using here. Um, what you're saying is that this is the energy that this particular animal mm-hmm. brings to you as a person. Okay. And, and, you know, to the world in general, it's, it's, it's sort of like the essence of the archetype of the animal is, is the way you can look at it. Mm-hmm. So it's not that this particular snake is this way, but that the archetype of that animal is this energy. Okay. Within that context, all snakes are relevant to snake medicine and all things sort of snake related are part of that medicine as well. So for instance, shedding your skin. I see. You know, finding the warm place in the in the room, mm-hmm. right? Or in the the outdoors. Healing is is associated with snake because of that skin shedding and that rebirth and renewal and that that energy, right? Okay. Um, the vast majority of things associated with snake are, are associated with that skin shedding transformation. Mm-hmm peace, right? So snake is transformative too, for the exact same reason. I have a tendency in my life to shed skin a lot when I'm in transformation. And typically it's, you know, I I apologize if this is going to gross you out, but (laughs) typically it's my feet, my feet peel, right? Um, But, you know, I've been peeling everywhere right now and it's not sunburn. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, I'm just shedding. And, you know, I mentioned this to my husband this morning and last night and other days, because it's just like, <laughs> holy crap, where, why is all the skin coming off my body? And he had a friend who recently broke his ankle, who opened his window for 20 minutes so he could have a conversation with somebody who was outside because he can't, he's in a basement apartment and he can't get up. Okay. And the, uh, while the window was open, a garter snake crawled into his house. And he's in a basement apartment on crutches. He can't pick up a snake and carry it out of the right. house. As a garter snake, it's not going to do him any harm. Right. But nonetheless, he doesn't want to live with the snake. I can understand that. I can appreciate that. <laughs> and so another friend had to come over and come get the snake for him. And I had a conversation this morning with a friend who is having a challenge with dealing with her elderly mother and the the projection of upset from mom's declining, yeah. having grown up in nursing homes, I can tell you, because my mom was a nursing home nurse, um, when very competent people become older and less competent, they get very angry about yeah. it. Yep. And that anger often comes out as anger directed at the caretakers around them and at family members. Mm-hmm. And in this case, they're one and the same. That is a transformational process happening that is causing a discharge of discomfort in the form of anger. Okay. And I wrote a Quora response this morning to someone who was probably dealing with the exact same thing uh, from her boyfriend. He was feeling trapped in the house because of the pandemic and was therefore translating it to trapped in the relationship. And that's what we do when we're in trans transformation. And we will discharge the energy that we of discomfort because we don't know what we're supposed to do with it. 
And so I wanted to talk today about snake medicine because snake medicine is all about healing, transformation, and growth. You know, these are all pieces and parts that, you know, I've been talking about this for months now, right? We've been talking about this since before we did the, the initiation. Yeah. So I want to talk about how you get messages from snake. I want to talk about how you deal with discharge of the, you know, what rather than discharging the, the discomfort, how you use it instead. And I want to talk about just sort of how transformation plays into our lives. Okay. Let's talk about how you know if you're getting messages from snake first, okay. because that's a good starting point, yep. right? Um, first off, snake is very present for everybody right now because we're in transformation. Okay. <laughs> if you're in the U.S. And particularly and anywhere in the world because of the pandemic and, you know, in general, you are in a transformational process because the world is changing as a result of the pandemic and the world in, and the country in terms of the U.S. is changing dramatically because of the pandemic, because of civil unrest, because of the politics and all the other stuff that's going on. So none of us are getting out scot-free. Let's just start with that. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, oh, and the other piece that, that caused me to want to have this conversation was that I read a Medium article this morning. And there's a guy who's typically a sports writer who is starting to do a sort of like a uh, memoir, but a national memoir. He's asking people for their experience of what the pandemic has been like so that he can tell his children in real time sort of what it was like rather than forgetting and looking back later. That's right? very cool. So, yeah, which is all about the transformation, yep. right? It's like, this is what I'm saying. Snake was talking to me yeah. today, right? <laughs> it was like transformation, 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 right? When we look at this, we're, we're looking at ways in which snake can talk to us. And sometimes that's direct. Hey, a snake came into my basement. <laughs> that, that's a pretty direct statement from snake, right. right? Sometimes it's everywhere you look on social media, you see pictures of snakes. You know, I've been seeing that a lot in, uh, I'm on next door in my local community and there have been like eight people posting pictures of, oh, there's a snake in my yard. Is it okay? Right. Which is ironic because in Virginia, evidently, there's like one poisonous snake and everything else is usually fine. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, it's a little, you know, ah about it. But that's, again, a function of the stress that we're under. You know, so sometimes it's that. Sometimes you'll come across a snake skin. That's a, hey, it's already shed and here's remnants and, you know, whatever. Um and then there's just things about transformation. You know, the, the book, the book that this guy is writing, the series of articles, right. the talk about transformation in general, you know, um, anytime you see the word transformation, snake is, is there. And anytime you see the word healing, snake is there. And if there's anything we need right now, it's transformation and healing. So yeah. snake is fully present in all of our lives right now. And so, you know, you don't have to come into relationship with, with an actual physical snake right. to come into relationship with the energy of snake. Because um, I know a lot of people out there have phobias about snakes. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was gotten over it sort of, you know, forcefully. Yes, I've heard <laughs> that youth. story. Yeah. <laughs> but the key is to be able to acknowledge and welcome the energy into your life okay. to be able to sit 
in communication with snake, you know, and snake may come to you in your dreams as well. I've had that happen where snake comes and talks to me in my dreams. So, um, but to become comfortable with the idea of snake and to welcome its energy into your life so that you can use it to grow rather than running from it and freaking out. Um, I want to talk about the transform the transformation piece, which is when we go into a change process, in order to change, you by definition have to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this, but it's worth saying again, especially in the midst of pandemic and, and the fact that we haven't talked about it in a while. So if you're not uncomfortable, you're not doing anything. And so great, we're uncomfortable. Now what? Right. right? Yep. <laughs> it's like, because, you know, you can get some serious screaming memes from being uncomfortable. You can be like, yeah, it's like ants in your pants, and everything crawling on your skin. And oh, I just feel so I have to, I have to do something because it's too much and I just can't. Okay. So that's the energy. <laughs> <laughs> was it effective, Joey? It was. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and so the piece that you have to think about when you're doing that is you have to recognize that this isn't something that is happening to you. It's a choice you're making. Okay. Okay. So you got to start there because oftentimes we'll go into awfulizing when we get into that space. Mm -hmm. We go into this place of, I feel uncomfortable and this is bad and that's bad and that's bad and that's bad because you're looking for something to discharge it on. Right. Okay. So you go looking for problems so that you have an excuse to discharge the energy as anger. Yep. Okay. Because anger is typically the default mode for discharge. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some people will do anger. Some people will go running, you know, do physical activity, whatever. These are all ways that you discharge the energy and you're making a mistake in doing that. Okay. Okay. And the reason that you're making a mistake is because that energy is there to fuel the change. There's a reason people feel like they're, yeah, that they, they get screaming memes around the snakes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a reason there's phobias about snakes. And it's because snake carries that energy for us. Right. Okay. And that energy is, if you think about it, it's not fear that you're feeling. It's discomfort of not knowing because, you know, the snake could do nothing right. or it could come at your face and you don't know. Right. And so, you know, you're like, is it, isn't it, is it, isn't it? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Right. Kathy has this great story and I'm going to tell her for her because she's not here and it's relevant, but, <laughs> but she's only told me this story like twice in, in 20 years of knowing her. So, you know, it, it's not a very common story. So, so I'm going to share it with you because, you know, you may not ever hear it otherwise, but Kathy was out, as I understand it, camping with friends and the other friends had were over by the campfire and she was off to the side. I don't remember why. And she came across this snake and the snake came up, reared up and was like up, like it was going to attack her up. 
And it was a poisonous snake, like a deadly poisonous snake, which, you know, she wasn't sure about because she was in the desert and she's from the Midwest. And so she didn't know the snakes very well. But, you know, she figured that the snake wasn't happy because yes. <laughs> it was reared up. And uh, but Kathy was in her blissful shamanic self and and she just went, oh. I'm sorry. Did I invade your your territory? And she just she had this very silent, very quiet, you know, in, internal conversation, communion with the snake. And she came into communion with the snake, and she just had a conversation with it, and you know, said, "I did not mean to invade your territory, and I'm not a threat to you, and I am not going to move, so that you can see that that's true." And you know, just had a conversation with it and communed with it and evidently had shared a message with her that she needed to hear at the time when she came into a, you know, when she came into alignment with it, when she communed with it, she was just like all is well. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and then she could get in touch with the energy of snake and that archetype gave her a message. Evidently at some point her, all of her friends stopped talking because they realized that she was face to face with a highly venomous snake because they knew. Yeah. She finished her communion and nodded and the snake came down off of its tail, you know, and, and went back down and, and slithered away. And she turned to her friends and they were like, Oh my God, we were so worried about you. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was fine. <laughs> they were like, but that snake was in it. She was like, that snake and I were having a conversation. It was fine. <laughs> But this is what I mean is about getting comfortable with snake, right? Because yeah. if if she wasn't able to step into her shamanic self and to be in connection with the nature around her, she wouldn't have been able to receive the message. Mm -hmm. She would have just been afraid. Okay. This is my encouragement to you is to be in connection with your shamanic self. And I know you're going to say, I don't know what that is. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. But it's the place where you are still and calm where are you, where you are fully in your body where you are able to be in communion with the the world the nature natural world around you mm -hmm. which is how i talk to the tree right yeah. and where you can simply be another being on the planet okay it is i am part of nature and nature is part of me and when you are in full communion with that, then you can be in communion with anything. So in that sense, they don't need to go into the desert and come face to face with a poisonous snake in order to yeah, connect with snake it. energy. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would not seek that out personally. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't recommend it for you guys. Um, but the point being that the energy that you're feeling of discomfort yep. is your fuel that you can use to make your change. Okay. Okay. And so the way that you do that is when you've got your screaming meanies, yep. <laughs> preferably before you get to the screaming meanies phase. Okay. Because it builds, right? Yep. So hopefully you do it when you start to feel uncomfortable and not when you're in the screaming memes, because if you wait until you're in the screaming memes, you're probably a little far gone to be able to do this rationally. Yeah. So discharge a little bit there and then come back to the, the, the lower stage where you're just uncomfortable a lot and, and take that discomfort and use it as fuel to do your inner journey work and say, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Something is shifting. What's shifting? 
I don't know. Okay. Well, if you knew what it would it be, right. right? Um, oh, it's this. Oh, okay. So I'm uncomfortable about this. What is it about it changing that makes me uncomfortable? Well, I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z. Okay. Well, if X, Y, and Z were to happen, what would be the plan? Yep. What would I do? Right. Okay. Well, I have a plan now. Okay. What is the likelihood that X, Y, and Z would happen? Well, you know, give me a percentage, yeah, 5%, 10%, 30%. Ah, right. Yeah. Um, you know, a hundred percent. Are you sure it's a hundred percent? Cause no guarantees on a hundred percent. Ah, well, I think maybe you're just freaking out over nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, call yourself on whatever awfulizing you're doing because mm-hmm. it's likely that those fears that show up will some, at least one of them, if not more will be awfulizing. By the way, awfulizing is a term I'm stealing from Iyanla Van Zandt. She's an amazing coach. So if you get a chance to read her books or anything, she's awesome. You know, really take a look at what it is that's making you uncomfortable. And in a lot of cases, especially right now, uh, what's making us uncomfortable is identity shifts, right? We're, We're really changing who we are, how we are in the world, how we see ourselves in the world, who we identify ourselves as. You know, if you're going about that in a way that is conscious, then you're doing it even more than the average person who's doing it unconsciously. Okay. Okay. And the reason for that is for one, you're using your discomfort to help shift it. And for two, you're, you're doing it consciously, meaning you're probably moving it forward faster because it is a conscious process. And that's tends to be more linear than unconscious processes. That's, that's really the, the foundation is, to look at ways to support the transition and to help solidify the new piece because we feel uncomfortable until we get used to the new way of being. If the shift away from something is making you uncomfortable, then find a way to be uh, more in alignment with and more invested in and supported, you know, and, and, and feeling comfortable around the new Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you're shifting from uh, an, an old form of income to a new one and you're going from making very little to making a lot, there will be mindset shifts that have to happen dramatically within that. You have to get out of the poverty mindset. You have to get out of the, you know, I have to bring everyone with me mindset because that's a resistance to the new pattern, right? You have to be able to stand in the new way of being and not feel guilty, right? And then you also have to take responsibility for this new path. You know, if you are now steward to more money, how do you steward that effectively? These are the the things that we're, we're looking at is how do you stand more solidly in that new place? And the more you look at it clearly, and see what it means to your life instead of trying to just sort of ignore the, the, the intense shift of identity, the easier the process will be to make that shift. And can people tap into this snake energy, the snake medicine to help to ease that pain? Is this sort of like a numbing, not a numbing agent because you don't want to, to numb it away, but is there... 
Is there something that they can tap into when they're in that energy that sort of helps them through that? You know, it's funny that you ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about this until you just asked me right now, but I do have a chant okay. that was built uh, uh, that I, I wrote while I was on Walkabout. Um, and it's a grandmother snake skin shedding chant. And it actually would probably be very helpful at this okay. time. I'll, I'll send you the link to the audio. And uh, we'll put that on the show notes. Okay. Yeah, that would actually be really helpful now that I think about it. See, what a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And maybe something we could also share into the Facebook group. Absolutely. We'll put it on the Facebook group too. That's another great place for people to find it. Perfect. Yeah. So there was a couple of things that you wanted to hit there with regards to the snake energy stuff. Have we hit all of them to the point that you're feeling comfortable? This has been interesting. I'm less terrified about the idea of snake medicine now. Oh, it's, good. it's it's not quite as scary as when we started. I still don't necessarily want snakes climbing into my home, nor do I want them rearing up in front of me. I'm sorry. Nor would I. Yeah. And snake is my totem, so I can't blame you on that. <laughs> Excellent. Is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up here? Transformation is happening whether we like it or not. To embrace it means to get there faster. The biggest challenge that we have when doing growth processes is that we resist. And the fastest way out is always straight through the middle. Awesome. So we can ride the snake. Ride the snake. (laughs) Gosh, that came out (laughs) wrong. That's a, yeah. If we had merch, that would be a merch thing. (laughs) Yeah, it would be something. Oh, boy. All right, folks. Oh, that one's going to bite us in the butt. I can see that coming. Just just making it worse, Kelly. Okay, that is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Thank you.